You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Everybody, hey, yeah, baby, are you ready? Whoa, whoa. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Get Tucked podcast presented by FeaturedX.com and Sound Talent Media. I am your host, Tuck. Here we go. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you go and smash the shit out of that subscribe button, leave reviews, and tell the world how screamo this podcast is. It would mean a lot to me, and I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Happy almost weekend, everyone. Today we are joined by none other than Telly Smith of The Word Alive. Not only is he arguably the nicest guy in the scene, but one busy motherfucker. The Word Alive is consistently putting out great albums and remains one of the best streaming bands in the scene. During this quarantine period, Telly has been releasing his first solo songs, and I'm all about it. If you're a Twa fan and love his voice, then you'll absolutely love these tracks. They're undeniably great pop-centric songs that really speak to his voice. It's not the longest episode ever, but I'm very thankful to catch up with a friend. Thank you very much. I hope you all enjoy it. And here we go, my chat with Telly Smith of The Word Alive. What a sad song made me feel so happy Trying to accept when you say you love me Too hard on myself I'm afraid of failing Trying so hard just to love me lately We forget sometimes What we already know Fighting what we've buried inside Kelly Smith <laughs> What a beautiful Hi. voice Thank you. Hi. Um, <laughs> dude, We I I was talking with Jeff, my friend that owns Featured X with me, and we were talking about this fun idea today involving you, because um, oh. your name would be perfect for, obviously you have the best Twitch name out, but we're gonna, <laughs> we were like, dude, we should do like a super scene uh, telethon, like they used to in the old days, where like, but with people's Twitch accounts. So, and then just do it as, like, a fundraiser for, like, venues or somebody. Or something. I don't know. Everybody's fucking poor, so you could find something to <laughs> raise money for. <laughs> Everyone needs money right now, so, yeah. You can't hey, go wrong, really. That's why everyone's so stoked on that fucking Dogecoin shit right now. It's sick. Um, I love it. Yeah, I, love I don't it. have any Doge myself because you can't get it on Coinbase, and that's where I've gotten um, most of my other crypto and shit. But uh, yeah. it's very interesting to see. I like to see the... I like to see people wake up and know that there is uh, an ability within the people to make a shift and have power and be able to, you know, change the market. They just have to pay attention to it. Uh, but crypto is super 100%. fun. I get, I've had some days where I'm like, oh my God, it's going, it's going, it's going. And then you're like, all right, all right. 
It's crazy, crazy high. Um, but speaking of which, crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Your song, crazy. Everything's oh. crazy. But yeah, that yeah. song's fucking fire, dude. It's so good. Oh, thank you, bro. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I, I know you enjoy right? music of all kinds, so um, I'm the same way. Yeah, I like all the stuff, so I don't really think I'm shut off to anything. Um, you know, I, I haven't found necessarily, like, a favorite Insane Clown Posse song or anything, but, like, <laughs> you know, I have my moments where I dip into shit. But how long have you been putting out solo shit? Uh, I just started last year. Um, I want to say June of last year is when I, like, officially did it, but I've been writing for like the last three years now um i have like a bunch of songs i have one i have like songs that are like fully final mixed mastered like ready to go but i just have like a specific plan and since it's just me um i can do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> which is beautiful very very nice um and a huge shift from obviously like being in a band and having to wait for someone else to reply to an email and maybe they don't for like a week. And then by the time this happens, it's like, all right, well now your idea is like two months ago, you wanted to do it and now it doesn't make sense. So like for me now I can, I can plan ahead, but I can also like pivot at any moment. Like if I'm like, actually I want to do this instead, like I can do that and I can like begin on, yes, you know, <laughs> making it harder on myself at times, which I am known to do. But it's awesome to see that. I mean, I when I on the show, I'm a big advocate for unsigned artists and people just being able to do whatever they want. And I think it's a really important time when you have the ability to showcase yourself in whatever fucking light you want. I mean, you could change your name tomorrow and have a whole new persona if you chose. But it's yeah. just cool to see you doing this on your own and like definitely within this time period, building up something that seems to be doing pretty fucking well. Like. The songs are fire. Was we because you did that um, collaboration with uh, what fucking video game song was that shit? Uh, uh, for League of Legends. Yeah, League of Legends. Did that like kind of make you think like hmm, maybe I should be putting out, or were you already working on that before? Because I can't remember how long ago <coughs> that song came out. Um, so that song came out towards the uh, the beginning. I, I want to say October of 2018. Um, we started writing and like working on that song, like January or February, and they had already done most of the music for the, the, like the year before that, like that song, that song in total took like almost two years to fully be written and come together. And it just like worked out perfectly. Um, but no, I, I had already, <coughs> excuse me. Are you good? I had, a. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, I, I had the vid and my lungs are all wrecked for a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, apologies to the listeners for uh, my, it sounds like I've been smoking cigs like all day, every day of my whole life some sometimes. So, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'd, be, I'd begun writing on my own already, but um, what really triggered it was just having a couple conversations um, with friends who had really elevated their own careers, whether it was like with solo projects or getting into writing rooms. Like I have uh, a couple friends who've like written songs for five seconds of summer and uh, 
um, uh, Selena Gomez and things like that. And I just hit them up and I'm just like, Hey, I have a ton of other songs that I like have in my head. Uh, some I started working on. I'm like, what do I do? Because, you know, obviously I'm like known as just Telly from the word alive and Mm -hmm. what I ideally would be known as in the grand scheme of my life would just be like Telly, the musician who like I did the word alive. I have my solo stuff. Maybe I have another side project that sounds like a different thing. Like when you started with other bands too, this wasn't your first band. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I just want people to know that one, it's okay to like, different genres and um two it's okay like if you're in you know obviously my band like people probably just as a whole consider us a metalcore band which you know is fine um but it's it's like definitely a false uh statement but it's what you get called for sure yeah we i i understand just because that's how we started that it will forever be there and linger but um and like, for instance, and I'm not just saying this because it's you, like, I fuck with you guys heavily. I think you guys are fucking sick. Um, and there are some great bands out there. But honestly, a lot of it, I feel like I'm listening to like demos we did in like 2010, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's uh, either like, that or it's bad architects doomsday riff. But that's Finn, <laughs> Finn McKenty's thing where at, at once he said it, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because you're definitely hearing a lot of that. you know genty shit and yeah Yeah. which i mean architects are sick and and they kill it um and if you really like break it down bands like us you know we probably had like elements of like undrove you know when we first started and and Azalea dying and yeah for sure every, everyone has their influences i think that they shine like here and there but i just think like right now it's like a straight carbon copy of a lot of bands. And there's a difference between being influenced by a band and it shining through at times. And you're like, you know, like for me, like when someone's like, Oh, I can tell like you love Lincoln park or Deftones. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the nicest thing you could say, but I don't want, I never want someone to be like, Oh, this sounds like a, like a rip off Lincoln park song. Like that's not like what I would hope someone would say. So, I think there's a difference between like that, but overall, like I just want to express myself, like whether I'm feeling sad, happy, uh, you know, angsty, aggressive, passionate in whatever way, like, like towards a certain subject that might, you know, carry more weight in a different genre, like whatever it is, like whatever I'm inspired by is the music I want to make that day. So some days I'll go into the studio with, uh, you know, with friends who have studios around LA and I'm like, this is how I'm feeling today. So this is the type of song I want to write. And then other days I'm like, give me an acoustic guitar. Like, let me play some chords on piano. Like I want to find what it is I'm like gravitating towards. So that's just kind of how I make music personally. And I'm definitely happy that, you know, I have some solo songs out there now. I'm going to have a shit ton of music come out this year, like between guest features, my solo stuff, the word alive. Um, and, uh, a secret project, which I can't talk about yet, but, Very uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to have more music come out this year than ever. And I had more music come out last year than ever before. So I just want to 
keep doing that because I just love making music. See, that's the right mentality, man. A lot of people, they're always scared to like, no, I only got to put out this, you know, it's got to be very rare and whatever. Like, your music isn't a fucking Supreme hoodie five years ago, okay? Like, chill out. (laughs) You need to get with the times and put out more content. And if you think you can't consistently write bangers, then maybe that's why you hold off. But that's because you're a bitch. And you yeah. need to learn how to write bangers. But I was I was very <laughs> curious about um, your songwriting career because, one, I had a really interesting thing that popped up yesterday where my friend sent me an article. And two buddies of mine who I used to sell weed to like 10 years ago, <laughs> they have they just wrote a song with Zayn, and it's like the number 10 song on the planet right now. And I was Hell like, yeah. I was like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? Like, man, from dime bags to fucking crushing it. That's sick. Like, uh-huh. you know, and, and it's amazing to see stuff like that because I find it very inspiring. And you want now, like, people to know that there is more than just being Telly from the Word Alive. There are other things that you're capable of and lots of shit that you'll do in your life that is just a part of you. But it's great to see how well and how quickly you've been able to take that and put out this music and keep it pretty limited. There's not a ton of content in terms of your songs, but we've only been in this quarantine for fucking 10 months. Like I say it like we should deserve so much more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Please just give me a whole other 10 months. Um, God, I would fucking lose it. How have you been doing through the whole time, man? How do you feel? Like you know, I've obviously had like, you know, rough times like anyone, especially in when it kind of feels like the rugs pulled out from underneath you, you know, the word alive had, we had the best year of touring we may have ever had lined up and, um, and a brand new record that we all loved. And, you know, the label was stoked on management was stoked on booking, uh, peers like, and, then literally a month later the world shut down so um it was it was tough to like handle that at the very beginning i was like like anyone else i'm like oh like i don't know how long this is gonna last you know whether it's like a few weeks or whatever like i was no one was thinking like six months let alone a year let alone fucking two plus years of the rest of our lives who knows but um no one was thinking that way. But so my, my initial mindset was actually like, Hey, like I know a bunch of people are going to take time off right now because they're like, well, I can't do anything. Might as well just like relax and binge watch all my favorite shows, which I obviously made time for as well. But my whole thing was like, I'm going to wake up early. I got into the stock market, um, in like March or April of last year. And so I started learning as much as I could about the stock market, started trading, um, you know, got to a point where, you know, that's been pretty successful for me. I just started like really trying to like find multiple sources of revenue so that I wasn't just like stressed constantly about the lack of touring one. But then two, I was like, while everyone's taking a break, I want to work. I was like, I want to make music. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to start this business. Um, and so that was kind of the mindset I started the pandemic with and it I, it just kept going you know so like my mindset stayed the same i did hit the wall like pro, like in october um i got really burnt out because i had been waking up at like 5 to 6 a.m um doing stock trading stuff then i would go to the studio and write or record 
um, or do things like work on my Depop store, ship stuff out. And then I got into Twitch in like June or July, June or July. And then that consumed a ton of time. And then that like blew up for a bit and has been like a true, like fucking godsend. Yeah, that shit's been um, really nice for everyone to be able to do and, and, you know, have as, like, an external revenue source because it also is, it really shows that people fuck with you, like, that they care about you and that they want to spend time with you. They don't care if you're eating a bowl of cereal or talking about <laughs> other bands. Like, they just like you. And that's got to be really humbling and sweet. It's, you know what it is for me, too? It's, like, it's a reminder that as much as I always say, like, the scene is like I knew it when I grew up and like when I first started touring, like in my mind that scene died um, because it's completely different. Um, but what Twitch reminds me is that that glimpse that there is like a community left that really does care about the artists and as human beings and doesn't just yeah. treat them like, Oh, this song fucking sucks. You're these band, they're losers, whatever, you know, like, Oh, th there's no breakdown. This, this band, they're, they sound like pussies now. Like yeah. that whole like mindset is like so toxic and so ignorant. And then you have like Twitch, which reminds you that those people are a loud minority and, um, and you have like tens of thousands of, you know, fans who view you more like a friend and they want to, know about your day they want to you know talk about life um they want to get to know you more and i've gotten to know so many people that i kind of casually knew through other social medias or through shows but now i'm like i know about your parents i know <laughs> your dog like it just like it just reminds us that at the end of the day we're all humans like whether you're you know on stage in the crowd working a nine to five at working at the studio, do, you know, whatever your position is in life, like at the end of the day, like this pandemic has reminded us all that human interaction, communication, um, being there for one another is like the only way we can get through something like this. And to me, that just reminds me that there is like a, something really powerful and special about community. And whether you, you're seeing it in like the financial um, impact of the world right now with everything going on or you see it with you know the pandemic and all these bands are surviving because of things like Patreon and Twitch um, it does go to show that you know people who really respect the arts will always find a way to support that and support the, the artists they love that have impacted them I've had people send me the ultimately nicest messages I've ever gotten my entire career during this whole process and, and genuinely check in on me as if, you know, I was a family member almost that they were like, just want to make sure I'm good. And so I, I really appreciate Twitch because it's pretty much nothing but positivity and there are no like, you know, bad apples. It's just all yeah. like a good time. No it's one's very trolling real. you on Twitch. Yeah. No, I mean, there's like, there've been like three people in the, whatever it's been like, seven almost eight months now yeah and it's mostly people <laughs> who just are like inappropriate they're not even like coming for me they're just saying things i'm like you know what there's like 15 year old kids watching this i i think i'm gonna that's have to why i couldn't do it man i couldn't do twitch because generally if i did my show on there it would be pretty rugged i'd have to you know i'd have to censor myself a little bit for the most part <laughs> but um yeah it's really amazing to see that and it's you know it's 
interesting because a lot of the fans these days, they don't, they never understood or got to see a time when not only could you not connect with artists on the internet the way that we do with a lot of people, you couldn't even fucking comment because there was hardly an internet. So <laughs> it, it was one of those things where I, you know, when you go back to like finding bands on mp3.com or like <coughs> Absolute Punk yeah. and fucking Pure Volume and all this kind of shit. That's as far as it got for us until MySpace, and even when MySpace was made, it was still difficult. So, yeah, it's just a privilege that you know these people don't understand is take that they take advantage of it constantly, and sometimes you have to put people in check. But you made a tweet a couple days ago that really resonated with me because I'm a shit talker, and <laughs> it was about just how we need to stop. You know, you should never want to put someone down. You should only want people to win because overall people winning helps to grow the community and with making featured X and stuff, which the whole focus was like, let's bring everyone together. Let's put value to everyone. Let's try to, you know, help everyone survive. I was like, man, I, I do this. I read your tweet and I was like, that's me sometimes for sure. And I needed to check myself where I was, I, I was, I appreciate it. You know, it was one of those, you just read it and you're like, I don't even got to say shit right now. I just need to think about that one for a while, you know? I think, <laughs> you know, like, one, I mean, you're a good dude, but being a good dude also at the same time doesn't mean you have to, like, love everything or everyone or, you know, support every single yeah. thing that's happening. I think, like, sometimes because I've just over, like, my career, I've been like at times overly like supportive of so many friends or things like that. It's like, Oh, Telly loves everyone and all these things. Like, I mean, there are people I don't like or respect or appreciate in the music industry. And there are people who probably are like, fuck that dude, <laughs> you know, about yeah. me. Um, yeah. but the thing is, I'm like, if you're, if you've been good to me and shown me respect, um, and we've had, you know, a conversation like what, what is it to me to, to post out like, Hey, go check out like these dudes, like new song. Um, I fucking love it. Um, that doesn't, you know, I think a lot of people are like, if I share something else, what if our fans think it's better, you know, like that kind of mentality. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I'm just the same way I am just in life with myself. Like I'm just, I'm confident in what I do and who I am. And in my mind, I'm like, there's room enough for everyone to be successful. I think the overall mentality is just like the people who like suck up to the shitty people just because they might yeah. be more popular. And then I'm like, well, now you're only making the divide further. Like everyone, if, if I'm tweeting about your band or group, that means like I, I fuck with you as human beings first. And I don't even like some of the songs like – as far as be, like what I call myself a fan of some of like our peers, even like, no, but I love them as human beings so much and I respect what they're doing enough. And, and I can also recognize when something's good, even if it's not for me. But so if I post something like this is fucking sick, like it's because I know that people will like it that like what I do. And, um, so I think like just having that mindset has been, you know, nice for me the whole time. But, I have, I have come to realize that there are people who I thought were friends over the years. And I'm like, you know what, when, when I actually think about it, I'm like, you are 
you only care about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. and, and those people I've slowly like cut out of my life. And, um, because there's just not enough energy in, in my soul to give to people who are undeserving. And that goes for all areas of life. And that's the way that I'm able to be overly positive as a whole is because I slowly but surely shrink my circle down more and more and more and only focus on the things that add to my life and that some of those things of adding to my life are like supporting my friends. Like I I love my friends. So that's kind of like just where my, my mindset is with, with all that. I think, you know, universally a lot of, you know, people in the scene or our friends and stuff like that would say that you are arguably the nicest person in the scene, (laughs) but it, you know, it is that mentality that gets you there. And when you are as nice as you are, you definitely get walked over and people will take advantage of you. And I'm sure that that's been a real challenge over the years because you put yourself out there in a way that a lot of people don't. Um, and that also because is just because you're naturally magnetic too. You know, you got good hair, you got nice teeth, everybody likes to look at you, you sing good, it's nice. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, that's that must have been a really interesting and awakening thing for you. And I think when we're all stuck here in our little cubes for, you know, 10 months, because I know you live in, like, L.A., so I'm sure it's similar to my Brooklyn situation where it's like, well, it's not like I'm balling out in a mansion this whole time, you know what I mean? Like, well, I have, no. yeah, I have my walls to look at, and I have a lot of thoughts, and... You want to come out of this being appreciative of what we had, but also having the right mindset moving forward in order to like take best advantage of it. And you truly have taken advantage of the time, it, even despite having, you know, like you said, hitting the wall at one point, you know, putting out this solo material, doing your Twitch. I know you've been doing like your own solo brand and like selling jewelry too which is fucking sick because my uh fiance is a jeweler so respect i appreciate it um yeah i love it yeah it's wild man it's good to see what you're doing i'm glad you've been (coughs) able to keep yourself busy but man i can't believe you got the rona mad people got rona even my grandma got rona but she's she's all right though she didn't get it that bad it's weird i'm glad some people get fucked up it is time for the mid Do you want to work with your favorite artist, maybe a vocalist for a sick feature like Kellen Quinn of Sleeping With Sirens, Shane Told from Silverstein, or maybe even Telly from the fucking Word Alive who you're listening to right now? Need some extra shred on that song that you're writing? Maybe Nick Nocturnal from Termino or Dan Sugarman from Mice Nine Kills. Maybe you even need Daniel Gailey from Fit for the Kings to do sweeping all over it. Maybe you're looking for live or MIDI drums to complete that record that you've been working on. And maybe you need Tanner Wayne from In Flames or Austin Archie from Lorna Shore to finish it up. You can go to FeaturedX.com and share your music with some of the best in the scene. It takes just a few minutes and you may get to collaborate with your favorite favorite artist go now to featuredx.com and create the ultimate song do it now this week we have uh we have some mosh in we have some awesome singing i picked a song called composure by the band archers from my email when it started i was like okay this is pretty cool standard metal core you know and then he started singing 
And I was like, this is a really awesome voice. I enjoyed the lyrics and felt it was really well done. The music video was also pretty cool, and thanks for sending that over. It's always more enjoyable to watch a video. I like to see the band and see how they showcase the art and see how they move and all that kind of shit. It's fun. I thought this song was very cool, and I think you'll all enjoy it. If you want to hear your song on the Get Tucked podcast, email me at gettuckedthepodcast at gmail.com. All right, here we go, Mother Tuckers. Composure by Archers. Hospital. Um, 
the doctor said when I, when I visited last, um, that where I'm at with it, that my lungs might take like three to six months to fully heal. Um, she was like, I anticipate that they will fully at some point, but ultimately, um, they're, uh, they're, they're not in the best shape. Let me just say, I, I couldn't perform, uh, opening set even, um, oh, currently like wow. if my life depended on it. So that's, that's how much it sucks. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't really complain because, you know, so many people obviously like had it worse. Obviously there's a lot of lives that have been lost from it. And ultimately I just want to be like, I got it and I took care of myself and I quarantined. I did like my part as much as I could. And now, you know, I'm thankful that I have the immunity. So she said also, this is the, the best thing is, I'm basically immune for like at least three months, she said, uh, which means um, I super virus you won't get rest out. You know, like I'm not like, oh shit, I can't do this because I might get Rona. Yeah, <laughs> um, now you can relax a little bit. Um, yeah, but it's uh, it's also good for people to hear that because as much as you would hope that everyone understands it's a reality, you still see stupid posts about, well, I'm healthy and I'm young and I, there's no way Rona's going to get me. Well, you know what? You're fucking pretty healthy and you're young and you're in shape. And if it fucked you up, then all right, everyone, be careful, please. Like, you know, but I, I also live in a cold place. So me wearing the mask and stuff like that isn't a hindrance. It's fucking cold out. It's nice to wear the mask as long as I brush my teeth. Yeah. So, this you know. thing that I say, I'm like, one, I like the idea of everyone wearing masks into like grocery stores anyways. I don't yeah. want you coughing on the tomatoes that I'm about to pick up. And like one minute later, like to me, the mask has never even been like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is what it is, but you know, some people like to f try to find anything to complain about. And if it makes some people feel better, I'm like, whatever, I guess. But that, that's just not how I live. Yeah. Same here. Uh, I don't mind it. I will continue probably to wear it. I know my fiance asked the same thing. She's like, you think people will think I'm weird if I keep wearing it after this show? I'm like, no, go ahead. Do it. Like, who cares? Like, why, yeah. why would it be weird to want to be even more like to be careful all the time? Like, I don't know. It's fucking weird. But, um, Dude, get <laughs> away from the fucking Rona and finish up on some twa stuff before I have to let you go, which everyone, I'm sorry this episode is short. Telly is a busy man. He has some shit going on today. And <laughs> listen to the man. He needs to be resting as well. But what month did you guys put out Monomania? What month? Yeah, because it came February. out in 20... Oh, okay. Wow. So it came out right before this shit. Yeah, like That's literally crazy. like before. Okay, so we, yeah. Uh, had you begun any touring um, like in the February, March time period? Or more we, we did, uh, yeah, we did February and March. We were on um, the Falling Universe tour, um, which was sold out oh, every sick. night, but I think one night the whole tour and 
um, it was insane. It was the best tour pretty much we've almost ever had. So to go from that to like catching the momentum and riding it and, and that just ended. <laughs> so, uh, it, it was not, it was not too fun, but you know, it is Man, what it is. Like I, I can't, it's crazy. Oh, dude, I but, promise you when tours come back, falling in reverse will have passed almost every single band in our scene. Yeah, they're going to be massive. I mean, what did pop wasn't popular monster like number one like serious song it's, of the entire year? It's the it was the number one um, octane song, it, the most played. It was it got retired from the Billboard 200 because it had spent too many weeks at number one, <laughs> and wow. I can't re- remember the cutoff, but like the cutoff like songs. Um, and, uh, but it's still like number one on Apple music still wow. like, it's been like a fucking year and a half or something like that. Like it's insane. Like it's so big. It, that song will be platinum. Like that'll be a platinum single. Um, it probably already would have been if they would have done the tours that they had planned last year. Um, the fact that they're sitting at home and just only growing and killing it with just no new music. And they, Ronnie was doing singles, you know, like it wasn't like he, they have like a bunch of songs to like, listen to. He did like a stripped down version of an old song. He did a B side, like release song and popular monster. That's all he's put out in like three, almost three years. Like it's insane. And, uh, or maybe it's well now uh, calendar years, like, yeah, you know, 2019, 2020, 21, but um, it's insane. He He's doing something very uh, outside the box and unique, and um, he's, you know, one of my closer friends and someone who's, like, done a lot for me over the last 10 years, so I have a lot of respect for him, and um, I'm sure say, this, this song's going to be sick. There's always those fucking... Uh, he's one of those people that gets talked about a lot and stuff, and frankly, uh, I've never met the guy. But I have been told by people pretty consistently that he's actually a really nice guy. So um, I think he's extremely interesting. It's cool to see that he is like the Twitch master and that shit is just crushing. And I hear that he's also really nice with it where he like, you know, raids other people, you know, does the subs thing and stuff. And just a cool dude. Um, You know, and I think when you're... uh, capable of being you know on a massive stage the way that he has built <laughs> himself up over the years um you know there's always going to be controversy that's surrounding that but regardless at the end of the day whether you like him or not that motherfucker can write some songs um yeah but i would 100%. love to meet him at some point i like to make you, you i like would to make choices for myself yeah you, I, mean, you know. I know you and i know him very very well you would love him one, he's one of the most fun people to tour with. He is someone who shares his success with his friends and he wants other people to succeed. Um, he will say literally whatever is on his mind at all times. A lot of times that might not be politically correct. And sometimes he's like, actually, I shouldn't have said that. And that's not what I actually meant. Um, and, and then he'll like go through it, but that's why he is so great in a way, because he's not thinking about things like the way that everyone else is. And he's not afraid to make mistakes, 
say some fucked up shit and get <laughs> called out for it or stand by it and just be like, you know what? That's just actually how I feel. And I'm not going to like pretend I don't just so that you like me. Yeah. And, he uh, seems very accountable um, for uh, every like little interaction that's come his way or controversy and whatnot. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully one of these days, bump into him, get to meet him. I just remember on Warp Tour, he had a big bodyguard, and I didn't talk to like anybody on Warp Tour, really, because I was living in a van lifting weights. That was about it. Um, I, I remember that. Those were good times. I did enjoy it. Um, but, dude, are you guys, essentially, when it comes to... I know it's really hard to... Are you are you going to try to put out any new content, or are you just going to continue to focus on Monomania? Where, like, I know our band... We're just we put out a record this year. We're not yeah. going to like move forward. I know we're just ready to tour on it and do our shit and like act like nothing ever happened. Um, yeah. Are you gonna continue to just focus on your stuff, or maybe you guys working on some new material, or what's the, the what's the game plan? What's going down? Or what can you do? Yeah. About? So so the word alive is a band that we we write all the time, but like in spurts, like we might go three to five months or whatever without writing anything. And then maybe we'll write 10 songs. Um, it's just always been that way. Sick. Uh, and by songs, I mean, sometimes they're fully finished. Sometimes they're just ideas. Sometimes they're parts. Maybe it's a chorus. Maybe it's a breakdown. Maybe it's a verse idea. Well, like whatever it is. So we had songs and we had songs that we were writing in the monomania album sessions that just didn't, have their time to get finished. Um, and so to answer your question without dragging it out too much is yes, we 100% will be releasing new music in 2021. Um, the, what that exactly looks like for the entirety of the year, like whether like it's singles that lead to an album or we just do some like spot singles and kind of piggyback off monomania. Like I'm not, we're not 100% sure because we are like in a position, thankfully, where we can kind of like do either. And we're just kind of waiting to see what makes sense for us. We, we actually had plans on releasing a song like earlier in the year than later, but due to like this, the spike of COVID in LA, the, the my entire band got COVID. Like every single member got oh, it. Shit. Yeah, and like not everyone is um, recovered yet. I'm the, I'm the worst, um, but like even like Matt, you know, he normally does a he does a drum stream I think on Saturday nights, uh, and he calls it Club Horn, and he does requests and he plays like a ton of music and it, it's really dope. Um, but he he normally plays for like three to five hours, and he hit like the hour hour and a half mark and was like. I am dying. So like he, he could get through a set, um, which I could not, but he's still not like anywhere close to a hundred percent. And then, uh, Tony and Zach are just starting to like come back to life and, and feel normal. So, um, and, uh, <coughs> God damn. So, yeah. that it, sucks. It, it kind of fucked our, it kind of fucked our like exact plan, but that actually, was a blessing in disguise. We have come to find out based off some opportunities that have come our way. So we're just kind of like playing the year by ear. And, um, but we will have new music out. We have multiple songs done that would 
could, could easily go on the next album. Um, and we're really excited about, so we do have stuff, but we're also just like not forcing anything at the same time. And, but I will say we're not, we're not going to be a band that's trying to tour the first, we're not going to be the first ones out of the gate. Um, we're like chilling. We're like, let's let everyone else who really is gung ho about getting out there and figuring out what to do and what not to do, do that. Oh, I'll so get when, pig, dude. So, and, and I know, and so many of my friends are, they're like, let's fucking just go. And I'm like, what does the insurance look like? What are the deals looking like? Uh, and door and for, deals, like, tons like of now? insurance and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it's pretty much pretty, what's going to happen. Yeah, cool, but Live Nation's talking about no Live Nation show can go on or uh, unless every member, band, and crew is vaccinated and then from every every artist group. And then you have to sign waivers to perform at every single venue that you may be personally liable for a COVID outbreak within their facility. And then on top of that, that every person who comes to the show may have to be vaccinated to even attend the show Man. with potentially a negative COVID test on top of that. So all those things are. Yeah, if all that happens, me, it's going to be awful. It's gonna it, suck it, it, for, yeah. for me, I'm like, I, I've had COVID, whatever. Give me the vaccine. I've on, I've done way worse things. I put horrible that's Horrible what I'm talking about, in my dude. Body. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'll be fine or I won't be. But if I won't be, I could have tripped on a rock and died, you know, tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. So that's how I live life. I'm like, whatever. If this means I can travel the world, sign me up, give me the vaccine, shoot me up with whatever it is. Um, so like, that's kind of how I am with that. But I know that I also don't feel comfortable saying hey if you're a fan of the word alive you have to go get the vaccine that's if you ever want to see us again yeah. like i i can't do that you know that's that's asking someone to put yeah. something in their body like <laughs> i i just can't do that so that is the same exact issue i have my <coughs> friend where me personally i've had fun in my life i'm perfectly willing to put more mystery chemicals in my body i've put lots of mystery chemicals in my body before that's fine it's always worked out okay it's kind of what's made yeah. me um but i don't yeah. want to tell other people to do it um young or old i don't care i don't want it i don't want to tell anyone to do anything ever other than mosh or wall of death like catch me wall of death mosh those are the only commands I have for you. Buy a t-shirt. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to tell them to get a vaccine. Unless maybe, yeah. oh, dude, it'd be cool if I became like a nurse and then I went around and I, I gave out vaccines and stuff like right before the show. I just went and I was like, pop, 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 and I just <laughs> shot everybody up. That would be pretty cool. First hundred people in line get a free vaccine from your boy. Dude, how cool would that be? You get a t-shirt with your vaccine. Um <laughs> that would be great. Um, but, you know, one thing that I really enjoy about your new record and to touch on the whole thing is be that you guys have, like you noted earlier, maybe been labeled as a metalcore band over the last couple of years, particularly when we met in, on Dark Matter, you guys started shifting towards, you know, um, you know, a more alternative sound. And yeah. 
I feel like on this record, you guys, one, absolutely fucking nailed it, and your fans are like, yep, we're in. Like, this is the one. We love it. Because the numbers definitely show as well. And you guys are streaming fucking great. You know, we all, without any of us being able to tour and being able to hype our bands, it's definitely a tough time. But I'm glad to see that you've all had such a uh, successful cycle so far, despite our current circumstances. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I think we're a band that, can I say, I wish every song we've ever put out you know ended up on the records no but i love every one of our releases because i mean i love songs so much on every record like you know people think that just because we've transitioned that it means like we like hate our old music fuck dude the, the hounds of anubis from deceiver epiphany like those songs fuck so hard <laughs> and like Very and hard. in my mind I, i'm like i'm there not a lot of bands that i feel have like taken that throne from us as far as like bands in, in that era that can both do singing screaming have electronic components strong guitar work riffs, I agree. crazy drums like in my mind like we can keep up with the best and there there are so many unreleased twa songs that like you would be shocked i'll, I'll send you a couple please um, uh, even the heaviest song the word alive ever wrote was not that long ago actually um, it was while we were writing Violent Noise and uh, we almost released Violent Noise as a fuck you to everyone and we were just going to make the heaviest record we've ever made but then we had these other songs and we're like that would be one counterproductive to what the end goal for us as a band is and we're like it would just be petty and we're like these heavy songs we wrote are really fucking sick and who knows what the future holds like maybe you know one day we call it and we put out like hey we're calling it and also we're out here's the heaviest record we could have ever made uh you're welcome <laughs> like you know so for us it's like we have fun but we want to like really really love and be doing the songs and the music that we're doing for the right reasons and for us like it, it just shifted and it just has gone a more like you said all alternative uh alternative metal route like it's not like we don't scream and we still have breakdowns from time to time and i love screaming and if anybody sees us live like i do i scream parts of songs that aren't screamed on the record even like i i, I enjoy it uh, your highs just, are some of the best in the whole fucking scene hands oh, down thank you brother I mean, it, I love it. I, I have fun doing it. But to me, I'm just like, you know, Tony's favorite bands are like Pink Floyd and U2 and that like generation of music. Zax is like Avenged Sevenfold and he loves hip hop. Um, I am like, I love Cigaros and nice. instrumental music. And I love, you know, fucking... Justin Bieber, like lonely, like lonely, that, that song, song like, oh. it literally made me cry. So yeah. I'm like, we have such a broad range of things, and in our minds, we we showed everyone what we could do in in the metalcore world. So we're like, let's let's go to the next. What 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 else do we love? Like, what else can we push ourselves and try to um, really like hone in and and have something that feels 
unique within a sea of other bands, you know, kind of technically doing a similar thing. So if anything, it's been harder for us to do that because the metalcore stuff actually came like easier to us. And I think that's just because like we happened to, we were so blessed and fortunate to come up in a time where it was so exciting and there were so many bands that we became best friends with, toured the world. We, you know, we went from being teenagers to, you know, adults all together. And for us, we're just like that you, nothing could ever take away from that time period. Um, but at the same time, we're like, I want to be able to play music for the rest of my life. And, uh, we just felt like it would be more conducive to the overall future of the band for us to just lean into some of our other influences. And it wasn't like a, Hey, let's do this so we can be on the radio or be bigger. Like that wasn't the inspiration behind the shift. It just honestly felt more natural. Like, the guys even came and they're like, we feel like your singing's getting stronger and stronger. And I started writing more of the music and they're just like, this just feels right. And, um, so I'm thankful to be in a band with, you know, the guys that are so open-minded and willing to just kind of ride the wave of what feels right rather than what would be easier for them to do. 100% man and I love the change and I love that you guys went into it and also for the people that act like it's like so weird when you look at how much music you guys have put out as a band how much of it is of one ilk versus the other because it's yeah. definitely skewed more towards one side at this point so get with the time yep. stop being a little bitch about it it's great um <laughs> But I don't, you guys aren't one of those bands I see those comments like anymore where it's like, yo, just play Hounds of Anubis. Like, I think that's far gone for you guys. I we're, don't think people. Like, we're mostly past it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we used to get in, in the transitional days, we were getting, I would love this if it was a different band. <laughs> and I'm like, so you love it. I'm like, you literally love it. That means, just, yeah. Just, <laughs> who fucking cares what the name is? If you love it, then just enjoy it. And, uh, but yeah, it, it's to me, it's it's life's funny. I, I just want to make music and, and love what I do. And it's that simple. And if tomorrow, you know, the word alive collectively wakes up and we're like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. Whatever that is, like, that's what we're going to do. And um, but as of right now, we feel like we've really honed in on what we all collectively are happiest making and putting out there and. We feel like, yeah, the fans are connecting and they, they get it. So it's uh, great. I'm, great. I'm excited about the future. Absolutely. In spite man. of all the shit show happening. Dude, but when we come back, people are going to want shows more than ever and it's going to be a smash. 100%. Here, so I'm ready. My man, I know you got shit to do. I'm going to let you go. But thank you so much for coming and joining me today. Uh, you want to shout out anything before I let you go, like your Twitch and shit like that? Uh, sure. If, if, uh, if you're listening and you want to come, uh, hang out with me and a bunch of, uh, awesome, positive people, go to twitch.tv slash telly TWA. Uh, other than that, just, yeah, listen to music, keep supporting the bands you love and we'll, we'll be here when all this is, uh, ready for us to get back out there. Brilliant. Well, dude, I love you, man, and best of luck this evening on your hunt, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother? All right. You have a great day. 
You too, buddy. All right. That was the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back on Tuesday with one of my favorite people and oldest friends in the scene, Tim Malloy of Our Last Night. Thank you to Archers for sending in that track, and thank you to Telly for making the time for me this week. I know you've been super busy, and I hope your move went well. You're beautiful, and I love you. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next week, and as always, God what a sad songs made me feel so happy Trying to accept when you say you love me Too hard on myself, I'm afraid of failing Trying so hard just to love me lately We forget sometimes what we already know Fighting what we've buried inside And then we hurt the ones that we all love the most Holding like a ghost in our minds Sometimes I feel Trying to accept when you say you love me Too hard on myself, I'm afraid of failing Trying so hard just to love me lately This is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. 
Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.